0: It's pointless. It's irrelevant.
1: It's Things That Matter with Mike and Nev. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Things That Matter with Mike and Nev. I'm Nevin Barich. He's Michael Feldman. Things That Matter with Mike and Nev can be found on Spotify. Spotify, the home of Mike and Nev.
0: That's like, what it's you, known for. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's really you know that was part of the original pitch,
1: <laughs> right? It should. And if it wasn't, it should have been.
0: That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was. It was. You know, maybe it wasn't the original pitch, but it was. It. It was only when they threw that into you know the mix that they were like, yeah, okay, this sounds viable. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it works. It has a certain ring, a certain tone to it. You know what I mean? So you know, put that. Put it on the banner. I don't know. I. I, I think there's something there. Oh, I
0: you know I mean what what can we say we we've got an awesome responsibility and we uh we you know live up to it every week.
1: And we at least we try to. We do our best. We have we hold ourselves to a very high standard. And speaking of standards, buddy, Taco Bell is up in their game. Okay, Ooh, I, okay. So I just I just uh, read about this recently. They're offering like this day pass or something where like for ten bucks a month you can go to Taco Bell every day for thirty straight days and get a free taco. That sounds great. It, it does. I mean, if you think about it, and it's not like it's just uh, get one kind of taco. I mean, they're offering like the beef taco, the chicken taco, the Doris right. Locos taco, the spicy potato taco. So you can get like one of these every day for free for 30 days. And Mike, you know, I'm a food and beverage guy, as you know, I mean, it's how I make my living. So yes. a couple of questions that, that pop up to mind. One, would, would you see yourself going to Taco Bell every day for 30 straight days? Well,
0: definitely not. But but I, I also have, <laughs> But I, to be fair, I also haven't gone to a Taco Bell in like a decade. So okay. You know, so I you're maybe the wrong
1: person to ask in that pass. sense.
0: But 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 if someone say gifted me a day pass, you know, I I I probably go once or twice.
1: Is see he that here's the thing, and you, and you hit upon something that's so interesting to me. You 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 have just summarized in that one statement. Yes. Why this promotion is so brilliant because. First of all, it's 10 bucks a month, so it's very cheap, especially when you think, oh, I can get free food every day for 30 days. So odds are the people who buy it are not going to go every single day because eventually you're going to get tired of it. I don't care what it is or how much you love Taco Bell. And i listen, like, I love Taco Bell. I just had it yesterday. Okay, I had a couple of Brita Supremes with some uh, chips and the the nacho cheese. It was wonderful. But I would not want to go to Taco Bell every day for 30 days. I, I would get tired of it. I'd get bored. So, the people who buy this, odds are, are not going to claim at least some of the free food that's available to them. Sure. But- but yeah, B, go ahead, go ahead. when you when you go to, to Taco Bell, really any fast food place in general, you generally are not going to be satisfied by just getting a taco or just getting a little burger or just getting a small order of fries. You're going to want something else with it. So odds are, when you do come to claim your food, you're not going to be satisfied with just that one taco. You're going to want to order something else with it, whether it's a drink. A side of nachos, another taco, maybe another burrito. And so now these people are spending money even though they have the mentality of getting something for free.
0: Well, sure. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I mean, it's, it's also – yeah, and, and also as you're saying, it's going to drive people into the store who would normally not go, You know, which is – Like you.
1: Like You, me, you, which you is- yourself said I'll go once or twice
0: right i mean absolutely i mean that's that's worth it just yeah well cuz the other thing about this honestly a single taco right i mean you know let, let let's let's say there are a, a bunch of people that actually do this right mm-hmm. that actually go and get the one free taco a day for 30 days you know and whatever i mean honestly in the scheme of things you know that's not going to lose them that much money no right no, like, no. i mean you know right even if people are, are quote unquote only spending ten dollars you know to do that mm-hmm. right you know whereas whereas like the number of people who are going to like go in and as you're saying buy a lot more food mm-hmm. i mean you know because of it i mean they'll probably make a profit from that just from like a couple of people doing that it, you, it, you know just just on this thing so yeah no it's r- really smart
1: Exactly, and so they're they're going to clean up with this, you know, in, in a lot, bunch of different ways. Both in people buying extra stuff now that you've got them in the door or in the drive through or what have you, but also in the people who have who have paid the money up front this ten dollars fee, but are not going to come to uh, claim their food. They'll probably do it initially, but after a few times or even a couple of weeks, they'll be like, you know what, I don't I don't need to do this right now. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow, and then you forget about it. It's like anything else. You spend five bucks, ten bucks, you don't even think about it, and then you forget about it, right? Anyways, Mike, let's get into today's topic, and this is kind of a topic that we've touched upon, you know, here and there in previous episodes. It's about uh, movies and streaming, and first-run movies uh, being available quickly on streaming services like Netflix or HBO Max and so forth. You know, we have a little bit of data now to work with, Mike, uh, and I've got to say, it is looking like. The idea of releasing a movie in the theaters and on streaming at the same time really isn't working. Mm. Okay, it's yeah. really, it's, it's, it's not a winning formula, even for some of the big name movies out there. And there's, and there's, and there's been a few. And and let's preface this by saying. Um, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic obviously um, has played a, a role in this, especially during the examples, which are not quite as recent uh, as others. You know, movie theaters were closed and then they had limited seating. And then even when they were opening in full, uh, people were understandably nervous uh, to, to go to movies. I, I still myself right. am nervous. I have not yet stepped into a movie theater. So I, but yeah, have. Yeah, we talked about it. this before. Yeah, we talked about I this was, recently. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, I mean, I haven't, you know, I haven't gone to a movie in like two years. Okay, made <laughs> it mean, in theaters. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's just something that, like you know, uh, people are still kind of trickling into. So the uh, some of the examples that I've seen were this formula of streaming on the same day and theaters haven't worked uh, the most recent example, surprisingly to me, was uh, the new Matrix movie, uh, Matrix Re- Resurrection, which uh, has been uh, unfortunately a box office bomb. Uh, I was doing some research before the show, Mike. It had a budget of 190 million uh, as of the recording of this uh, episode. Uh, it's it's a uh, worldwide total for the box office is at 106 million. Wow. Uh, really, really surprised by that. Uh, you know, there was a lot of buzz uh, going into going into it now. Uh, in fairness, this was uh, – I believe it came out uh, in theaters and on streaming uh, right before Christmas. I think like a few days before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omicron uh, was being talked about um, at that time. But then again, uh, you know, five days before, uh, around December 17th, the new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, hit theaters. And they were uh, in theaters only uh, to start. And uh, today, as, as recording of this episode – that movie has brought in almost $1.4 billion dollars worldwide. Right. Yep. So, and that was, you know, Omicron was still, you know, being talked about. So it's only a five day difference. So that's done gangbusters. But Matrix uh, Resurrection, uh, which was available on HBO Max at the same time, uh, that is that, that movie is not doing well at the box office. Other examples uh, the uh, uh, most recent Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, which was available on HBO Max uh, simultaneously as the theaters. Uh, that bond. Uh, uh Bill and Ted uh, face the music. That was one that was available streaming only. Right. Um, so that, that may not be a, such a fair example, but still, I mean, that obviously, uh, even though it had a small budget, that uh, did not do well. And so, and then, uh, mortal, the uh, recent Mortal Kombat movie that came out uh, last year uh, also was available uh, on uh, simultaneously on HBO Max. That did not that uh, did not do well at the box office. So you're saying these examples, Mike, where uh, you know the, this thing about uh, trying to hook up streaming and the theaters at the same time uh, it, financially, anyway, it, it's just not working out.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I mean, you know, the, the movies that you just listed are are I don't know. I I can see a lot of different reasons for different ones not doing well. You know, I don't know if it's just streaming or or not. Um, but but it is an interesting thing. I mean. I I feel like I feel like to me with going to see a movie, right, if you know you're going to go see a film, you're gonna do it, right? Like mm-hmm. you're like I, I know that's sort of a stupid thing to say in a way, but but I feel like but I feel like like for me, I'm a little you know, I'm I'm very on the fence about going to see movies. Right. You know, just just right now with Omicron and with everything happening and with, you know, a, a, a kid who can't be vaccinated yet and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Right. So I'm wary about just going out in general. And, and so to me, it's like there's no question that I I, I just won't go, go to a theater right now. There's just no way I would do it. But but, you know, I think that someone who's really like dead set on, you know, say, seeing the new Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, going to see it in theaters is going to be a big deal to them. Sure. You know, it's going to be right. And it's like it really matters to them. And I don't think they're going to particularly care, you mm-hmm. know, about Omicron. You know, I don't think they're going to particularly care about, you know, about any of that. So I I don't know. It's interesting to me that I, I guess the other thing to me that's that I'm curious about your thoughts on this now is, you know, because we, we talked about the Matrix. Movie, mm-hmm. Right. And we, we, you know, in a previous episode and we, we, you know, went on at length about how excited we were to see it. Right. And, and how mm-hmm. like, you think
1: it was going to be. Have you watched it? Uh, I'll be on, I, I have not watched it. Me and,
0: either. <laughs> like, you know, and yeah. it's been available on streaming, you know, yeah. like, it's right. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you, and you bring up a really good point there. Cause this is something we haven't really touched on because I have been a proponent of having it offered on streaming right away. I love the, uh, now, now if you take the finances out, I, I don't have a financial stake in the game. So for me having them available on streaming Uh, is advantageous in several ways. One, the safety factors that you just listed, I'm in the same boat. I don't, I'm, I'm worried about kind of going out and about because of uh, Omicron and COVID in general. I have a a kid who's too young to be vaccinated. So I have my concerns there too, but also it's more convenient. uh, It's cheaper. There's just so many ways, but I've not yet taken advantage. uh, Like, like, I should or could. And a lot of it is just because of time because I do have a kid. I do have well, a job. I have other yeah. responsibilities. It's hard to find to, And especially if I want – with these things, I'd like to watch with my wife. I go to movies with – I used to go to movies with my wife. They would qualify for the vast majority of our date nights. So it's something we like to do together. So that's another big part. I like to watch these movies uh, with her and just trying you know mommy and daddy trying to find you know two two and a half hours together you know where we both stay awake to watch something sure. uh, it, it is not that easy so that's that's definitely part of it it's, it's it's like not it's not taking advantage versus and it's to your point if it was only available in theaters and we really want to watch it and like safety was not a concern yes I'm i, I would probably say we definitely would have gone to see the movie by now because we really wanted to watch it. It was We were excited about it. It was available. It was kind of a a whole thing. You had to go there to do it. You had to make a plan to go out and do it, and it kind of spurred you to do so. But since it's available at home, it's like, okay, I can get to it at any time.
0: Right. You know, one of the things that's really interesting to me too, you know, you're saying you can go see it at any time. One thing that's so interesting is like um, HBO Max in particular – does this thing where they have a limited streaming release for mm-hmm. it, right like like i think matrix is only available through like the third week of
1: january yeah i i, I want to say january 21st or something so basically okay. basically yeah. a month and i believe wonder right. the wonder woman sequel same thing it was available on streaming for a month right
0: because it you know that's an interesting thing to me too because i i wonder what the strategy is behind that you know in the sense that that i would think I don't know. I would think that the staggered streaming release would make a lot more sense, you know, and that you you make it, you know, not available on streaming at first. Mm -hmm. And so and so you get people who, you know, want to see it first day, you know, or whatever. I mean, that they have to go to the theaters, that it's exciting, you know, and whatever. And, And but then also it's like, I guess the scarcity thing means that you're more likely to watch it you know, on on streaming because you only have a finite amount of time. So it's like, let's Mm -hmm. let's get it to, let's get, let's go go ahead and watch it. But I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. You know, the other thing, by the way, Nev, that I'm not sure about thinking about this is um, sort of like ethical stuff, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, with Omicron and everything, like, is it, is it unethical to release a film, you know, solely in theaters, (sighs) right? You know, I don't know.
1: It, it, it's a it's a fair question, but I think I think we have to let we have to factor in hindsight. All right. But yeah. i th- Now, obviously, during the height of the pandemic, which is kind of when Bill and Ted was released. Yeah. Uh, Bill and Ted Three. Uh, you know, so I, mean, I think that's next, the exam- that's the example. That's the first example of a major movie that was available only on basically pretty much only on streaming. You know, at least at least at least in the U.S. I mean, it's right. the, I, I don't I I don't, I'd have to look it up to see if there was any real theater release, uh, in, uh, you know, elsewhere in other parts of the world, but that was like, so I think it was kind of a no brainer. I mean, you you were going to, uh, we're going to open this up. I think it was what June of 2020 or something. It was like, so you're, you're smack in the middle of the pandemic. I don't even know if you have the availability to put this really in theaters, but even so it's like, you gotta, you gotta hype up the streaming. So there, yes, I think during these current situations, I think we have to give a little more leeway because you know, like the, uh, the marketing campaign only in theaters only in theaters that that's ratcheted up well before uh, you know these variants come come into play and mm-hmm. using Omicron as an example mm-hmm. I mean dude I mean Omicron just came out so fast oh, I yeah. mean think about, from like Thanksgiving to like Christmas time basically less than a month I mean it it just came became all over the place so I don't I mean even though it's it's easy to say okay well, you know, shame on you movie industry for like putting this movie out and saying only in theaters. But listen, in fairness, I mean, it's not like they can say, well, should we do that or do this? Because what if theoretically this new variant comes out and it's so infectious and blah, blah, blah. They can't make that prediction because sure. at, at the end of the day, Mike, we're, we as human beings, we need to make that call for ourselves. We need to make that safety decision. It's not, it shouldn't be on the on the movie companies uh, to do it for us. We need to make that call. And if, listen, if they open it up and and somebody comes and they get sick. Well, I mean, not not factoring in, of course, you know, wherever you're going, if there's mask mandates and restricted seating and all that stuff, sure. But you know, moving that off to the side, you know, for for the most part, like people know what they're getting into, or at least they should know what they're getting into and the risks that they're taking. And if they get sick, that's kind of on them.
0: I 100% agree with you. Actually, you're you're right. You know what? I've changed my mind, now based on because I was going to say they had an ethical responsibility, and I think you're right. I think that's you know they they can't possibly know because these things these things get determined so far in advance, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, by the way, the other thing I was thinking about in relation to what you know you were saying here is the the films that you mentioned. You know, like a lot of them, right? Are are these you know like like Matrix and Bill and Ted. I mean, were people clamoring for a Matrix sequel and a Bill and Ted sequel? Well, <laughs> you know I, what I mean. I mean, I mean, yeah. not that they're not exciting, but I just mean that it's sort of like, like the the thing with Spider-Man. To me, I mean, Spider-Man is enormously popular, mm-hmm. right? You know, just around the world. I mean, Spider-Man is 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 just one of those properties where you do anything official, big budget Spider-Man, and it's going to be popular. Mm-hmm, I mean, sure the thing. But 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 also, you know, <clears throat> Spider-Man is part of a ongoing, very popular, you know, uh, property right now, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Right, That's that's an active thing that a lot of people, myself included, are really invested in and, you know, really love, um, you know, and and are on, yeah, are on top of and everything. And so I get that, you know, people would want to see that, you know, just to stay, like, you know, current with something that's current. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the way to put it, you know. Right, yeah. but, But, like, you know, but, like, Matrix... I mean, yeah, it's exciting, but, I mean, you know, a film that comes out so far removed, you Mm -hmm. know, from the previous films, I mean, yes, there will be Matrix fans, but, I mean, like, young kids today, Mm I don't think are going to care at all, you know, or know know what it is, you know, you know, but I don't know, but, yeah, what are your thoughts on
1: that? Let me ask you a question, okay? I know where you're going. Um, Can you think of a movie franchise off the top of your head where they had, like, it was years from, like, let's call it their prime, yeah. and then the release of the movie. Can you think of a franchise in that scenario where people were clamoring for another movie? Star Wars. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Star Wars. Okay, yeah. fine. But but, 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 I mean, Star Wars has always been a huge anomaly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, Star Wars is like, you know, it, there is such a, I mean, I, Rabbit is, is a weird way to put it, but there there's such an intense fandom around Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that like, it's... I mean, I it's always been mind-blowing to me with Star Wars, you know, mm-hmm. to think about how before Disney really got hold of it, you know, how little kind of prime content there was for it Mm -hmm. you you know what i mean like like there you know there there really were you know i mean what six films and a couple of you know of animated television shows right right right? and that's that's it i mean that's Mm -hmm. maybe that's not a tiny
1: amount of stuff no but but but, but over but over the course of a long time it wasn't like that that was six films over the course of say like you know uh 10 or 12 years i mean it was six films over the course of what like 30 25 30 or something uh, like that I mean it, uh, was, it was it was a long time
0: yes exactly so yeah but but I mean other but you're right though I mean to be fair other than Star Wars I'm not yeah I you're right I can't really think about it I mean there are obviously film franchises like you know James Bond for example sure that have you know that but but you know where where you know people continue to line up for it you know and it's been going you know but it's and it's an old franchise but but that's the thing where you know while there have been large gaps in, in films I mean that's been going Fairly consistently for a very long time, right? But so that's that's not that's not quite
1: the same thing, right? So, but I I, I mean I hear what you're saying because it's definitely it's like well you know it was 12 years since your last movie or whatever it was for any franchise you know the people really want this. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, there, well, I don't know if you go so far as to say people were like begging and pleading for another Matrix or or, or begging and pleading for another um you know Ghost Ghostbusters or whatever you know um there was a lot of talk about it for a long time. Yeah. Yes, and so, yes. and I think you know the the name itself, because it is it's such an iconic, uh, you know, uh, movies like that are such iconic franchises. You know, by definition, it's surprising when they don't do well. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think is, you know, and, and we we touched on this before. Sometimes, uh, when, when, in our Karate Kid episode, um, sometimes a franchise needs to be away for a while before they can kind of find their mojo again. Yeah. So. You know, listen. If they just, for argument's sake, let's say they did a Matrix Four um shortly after uh, uh matrix three would matrix four have done well i don't yeah. know i think it would have done okay but i mean did people get tired of it you know like uh, hangover three hangover three compared to its uh one and two did not do well at all i think it sure. still made money but sure. it paled in comparison and then we we did, did the whole cry to get three thing obviously which was pretty much a, a bomb so you know t- timing is is everything so i think in in this case mike I, for one, am surprised that the the so, some of the movies that we listed uh, did not do well. And I, I got I go back to the streaming. I think that that's yep. a part of it. And also, let's let's be honest. There's the financial aspect as well, because you know it, even with um, uh, streaming or or whatever, or like you know in the case of like Apple TV, even if you have to spend twenty dollars on a movie, you know, to order it from home, that's still a far less than you're gonna pay. Uh, going to the theater. I mean, if, for like, even for like just uh, two people, you know, you're going to have uh, the ticket price itself. That's going to be more than 20 bucks. Uh, you'll probably get at least a soda, maybe a popcorn. Same. I mean, it, it's an investment and you're going to make more money if, if people go to the, see it in the theaters.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm also thinking about this too with streaming in, in that I, I think, you know, this, this is sort of going back to what I was saying um, about you know, like, like not having the sense of urgency you know, to go see it first day or something. I, I feel like, like streaming for me, it really kills a, I, because it's always available,
1: right? Mm-hmm. It, kind yeah. of,
0: it kind of kills, it. I don't know. It, it's sort of a weird thing where, where like Matrix is a good example of what I'm about to say here. I, I loved reading about the Matrix and I loved hearing discussions about the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed reading reviews about the Matrix. But it was sort of like, did that all lead to me going, oh, my God, I need to see this first day. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and I know I mean, it just it, it was like more of an intellectual exercise for me than anything. You know, it's like it was like more engaging for me to. Well, 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 two things. It was more engaging for me to think about The Matrix than it probably was to watch it first day. But but also, you know, you were mentioning that not having time. Mm -hmm. right and not not being able to do it i mean i know what you're saying like like for me it's a lot faster to just read an article about it Mm -hmm. you know than it is to commit a two like two or two and a half hours to it Mm -hmm. you know and be and be able to do that i mean it's it's sad but that's that's where i am right now
1: and you kind of hit upon this earlier you know if it's only in theaters when i know when that movie is coming out and i think to myself oh my god i want to see this i need to see this it's get out I'm more inclined to try to see it more right away. I'm more inclined to make a commitment to seeing it versus if I know it's available on streaming so I can watch it at any time. You're right in that sense. It does take away something from it. It take, What it does, what it takes away, Mike, frankly, is the urgency. Yes. It take, but, yeah.
0: Though, you know, I'm thinking about this now with the urgency thing. I do make it like an appointment for myself to say like on Disney Plus when, you know, new episodes of, you know, like a Star Wars show, or a or a Marvel show come out like I watch them same day like mm-hmm. I watch them the day they come out you know and that's like a that's like a commitment to me and and that's weird like I wonder why TV does it is it like it gets me wanting to see it same day more than more than
1: like a movie does that's that's strange well I would think that with TV first because it's shorter. Well, sure. Because yeah. your, average, your average blockbuster movie, a typical blockbuster, let's just say it's going to be about two hours long, sometimes a yeah. little longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, your average TV show, very rarely will an episode usually go more than an hour. I mean, and, and oftentimes less. Let's just say an hour for argument's sake. So right away, you've, you've cut the time down. But two, I think you hit upon this uh, in, in, a, in a fairly recent episode, you know, TV, TV builds over the course of its episodes, whereas in the movie, you're going to kind of get everything at once. So I think you hit hit upon this, Mike, in the Cobra Kai episode. We were talking about how it was better that it was a TV show as opposed to a movie because the show can build and build and build. And so you want to go and see the next one. And that's why sometimes people, like, kind of binge if they can. So it's kind of the same thing now with Disney+. Plus. They, more than any streaming service are very big on just releasing one episode. Maybe they'll release mm-hmm. two episodes at a time, usually mm-hmm. just, just the one. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes out, it build, they, they do the TV building and building and building so I can understand why you'd want to see it. The movies are, are, are different. They're not built that way. Yeah. Even if it, even if it's like a sequel to something and maybe the, the, the previous um, movie in the franchise left on a cliffhanger, it's not quite the same thing because you know in one way or another you're going to get some – sort of resolution, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and I think kind of sometimes men, you have to kind of be, be in a different mental state for that. You know, I think I think in, in some ways, like, you know, watching, a, sitting down to watch a movie is a commitment. I mean, I think about this, Mike, you know, as, even if, you watch, if you're if you watching a movie at home, okay? If I'm watching a TV show, I don't care what TV show it is. Mm-hmm. I sometimes will, I'll pause, you know, use the bathroom, whatever. I, oh, am, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I am much less likely to do that when watching a movie even at home and certainly not in a theater theater i mean i want to i want to like sit and watch and hit it all from beginning to end without moving so it's it's, it's, a, it's a different mindset you know tv versus movies
0: yeah no you're i think you're right i now this is fascinating I, I, <laughs> I, like I, I it's such a it's such an interesting thing because i don't think there is an, an obvious you know clear answer mm-hmm. here, you know and, and i think that and i think that that it is the Spider-Man thing really is incredible. Like it's it's I, well, dare I say, amazing. But uh, you know, they call him the Amazing Spider-Man. So that was a really bad joke, everyone. I apologize.
1: But but uh, but anyway, you know, if you if you didn't highlight it, I yeah, wouldn't have even caught it.
0: Yeah, I will see. That's the problem. I know that that makes it even worse because because <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been funny. Anyways, whatever. Uh, but but the the. I don't know. It's, it's surprising Like, I guess it's surprising me, surprising to me that Spider-Man has been such a smash, you know, like, like I wouldn't have been surprised if it had done well, you know, and, and been profitable, but, but for it to be this huge box mm-hmm. office success, you know, is, is really <laughs> fascinating. You know, you know so Mike, my- try to understand why that happened.
1: Well, it's funny because I, I had the same thought, but then you, you kind of hit it upon already because it's, 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 it's a movie and part of a franchise that people are clamoring for. So clearly, people have not gotten their fill of Marvel, especially when it's a major Marvel character like yep. Spider-Man. Yep. So that's that's definitely that's definitely part of it, and I think part of it also is the only in, is only in theaters that we've touched on. But I will say, I was a little bit surprised just because even though theaters have opened up, you know, I think I would like think there was still a, a fair number of people who were still very very hesitant about going to theaters. So that's that's why for me. I was so surprised at how well Spider-Man did. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to wonder, Mike, if it's, if it's the exception as opposed to the rule. Because – and I want to end with this. You know, Before the show, I was looking up the box office for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right. That was another movie. came out November 19th. Uh, it just now, a couple of days ago, was available – it's available to watch at home, I think, on Apple TV. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to look to try to order it um, coming up in, uh, in a couple of days and, and watch it. Because I was curious. And that movie – um, also was kind of w- was not a box office success right. uh, it, it, it um it, I think it technically it, it made past its budget but I think factoring in um you know certain things including COVID delays from what I understand that movie needed to make 275 million to break even to date to, as, a, as as a, the recording of this episode uh, it's made about 185 million so it needs to make 90 more to break even right. I don't see that happening at this point but but i but I can cannot but wonder um you know did it uh, would, stream, would streaming have helped it if they did streaming simultaneously? I don't think so. I think even with that movie, though it didn't do uh, what, uh, what obviously the the, movie, the the franchise would have hoped for, I think it would, have, it would have done a lot worse if it made itself available for streaming same day.
0: Sure. You know, we haven't even touched on West Side Story, by the way.
1: How is, that, how is that doing? I don't even oh, know. A
0: giant flop. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, which which is now I mean, there's a whole other thing there. But I mean, I you know, there's been I read an interesting article today, actually, about how movie musicals have flopped recently, Mm -hmm. you know, just in general. But but that's another one not available on streaming, you know, and and really designed to be like a get out there and, you know, probably sing in the theater and, you know, get Mm -hmm. all excited and everything. And yeah, just didn't you know. And 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 one thing, by the way, that's interesting is I feel like a lot of the films we're talking about. I I know you said we were going to end with that. The Ghostbusters thing, but yeah, but just just to just to quickly do this, I think one thing that's interesting too is a lot of the um you know the films that we were talking about, you know, not that reviews necessarily dictate what happens at box office. In fact, they often don't. But you know, a lot of these were reviewed pretty you know average. I mean, you know, are kind of like you know sort of like tepid reviews for a lot of the movies you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and West Side Story, you know, got like almost all a like huge reviews. You know, really? Like people were saying it was. Oh, yeah. People were saying like it's one of Spielberg's best films ever. You know, wow. Like really, really exciting and beautiful and, you know, amazing camera work. And like that clearly didn't do anything either. You know, didn't wow. do, help it help it in the box office. So it's like it reviews don't seem to matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, the streaming thing. Who knows? It's just yeah, it's really a crapshoot.
1: Well, you you talked about like like movies that people are clamoring for. No one was clamoring for another West Side Story. I think it's very, it's, and I'm (laughs) I'm not trying trying to be me, because let's face it, the original West Side Story was an iconic film. I mean, it was just so amazing. I mean, it aged, aged, but I mean, I still think it aged well. I still think the original today is a very, very, very enjoyable film. And so I think it's very, you're already at a disadvantage when you're rebooting an iconic movie like that. I mean, in a way, Mike, it's almost, this is kind of a poor example, but it's like, it's almost that like they did a reboot of Rocky. I mean, would you, yeah. are we really clamoring for something like that? No, I mean, was, were people really, I don't care if it's Spielberg, were people really clamoring for a new West Side Story? I, I wasn't. I, 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 heard, yeah. I, I heard little snippets about it, it didn't barely registered on my radar screen. I was like, uh, I like the yeah. old one. You know. I was yeah. kind of, so I was kind of, I was, a detra- I, I was kind of a subconscious detractor from the get-go.
0: You know, and it's funny because I think that th- so for for certain people, right, like a certain demographic, like musical theater people, right. This this thing was exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. Spielberg, you know, I'm not sure had really directed a musical before, and that was interesting. It was written by Tony Kushner, you know, who's a who's a super well regarded playwright in the in the you know in the industry, so to speak, you know, and everything. So so I mean, there was a lot of I think excitement. Within that crowd, but clearly that crowd didn't go to see it enough, or that Mm -hmm. or that crowd wasn't enough.
1: Yeah, I think I think that crowd is small. I mean, that's a very targeted audience, and also, Mike, I gotta say, I think these days, and maybe you might disagree on this, but I don't really think it matters. Uh, who a director or producer is for certain. I don't think that sells anymore yeah. to today's audience. I re- I really don't. I mean, it used to be that with anything Spielberg made or anything uh, you know James Cameron made was guaranteed to make money. I don't think that's the case anymore, bro.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, I think I think well, you know, it's so funny we're talking about Spielberg here. I mean, Spielberg hasn't made a film in a long time, you know, and and so it's like I think his name has kind of fallen out of you know at least modern you know modern stuff but you're right like actually here's a funny question who directed spider-man i have no idea i don't either actually to be honest with you i mean i you know i, I probably recognize the name if you told me but i can't do it off the top of my head
1: yeah i mean the, and, and and you know so i think i think it, even if um I, I, again like the, these movies it's like the name to me sells it more than uh who's oh. directing it or producing it now west side story has a big name but again you're you're it's, it's a much older movie. It skews definitely to an older audience, like yeah. like, like, my, like my mother, for example, may she rest in peace. I mean that audience of like, you know, that was born in like the, the 40s and 50s. So it's, it's a gamble. And I, I think that only gets made because a guy like Spielberg is tagged to it. And that's fine for the movie industry, but it's not going to translate the box office. It just right. isn't. Yeah. So that was definitely but yeah so so it'll be it'll be interesting because like uh, that's an, okay that's, so we have two examples now to defeat our whole our whole theory about movies that open the theaters and and, and totally flopped yeah. but uh, I I'll, I'll be curious though um, um, how many people will go to wa- watch like a movie like Ghostbusters uh, when it does become – when, when that is available, I'll be curious to see wh- how those numbers are, yeah. uh, people who go to watch it. Because for me, that, there, there's, that's where the, there's a difference between, okay, it being available at any time you know and for free. I can see it. I can see it versus, uh, okay, it's available a month and a half later and I probably have to pay a separate fee for it, which is going right. to be what Ghostbusters is. Right. And I'm actually thinking – just thinking out loud, Mike, I'm more inclined, I think, to go watch Ghostbusters first even though I have to pay for it, I think because there's a commitment there. It's something where it's mm. like, I, it's not like I can just do it at, at, at any time I want. It's available. It's there. I can just click. It's free. It's like, no, if Ghostbusters, if I'm going to spend 20 bucks on it, buddy, I'm going to watch, right. you know, and I'm going to sit there. I'm going to, I'm going to commit. So yeah. I, so right. I think, so that, that I think it'll be interesting how we see that once you, know, cause there's going to be, I like to think there's going to be more only in theater movies, you know, and I think it's just going to continue as, as we kind of you know, get past, you know, uh, these COVID variants and so forth. And so, but so I think, but you're going to have a, a, a subsect like me where I'm still not comfortable going to theaters. So I'm going to wait for it to come out, you know, in some sort of home service and, uh, you know, whether it's a, a month, two months or whatever, and watch it then and, and pay the money for it. So I'll be curious to see if other people do it too.
0: We are living in strange times, my friend.
1: So strange, buddy. Strange. So, I mean, Sp- dude, Mike Spielberg, West Side Story, Bombs? I know. I mean, I I mean a... is that shot? Are we, are we just old? Like, are we just one of those no, old people that like, well, you know, well, no, will...
0: no I, I think it's, I think, you know, you really hit, hit on something with director names, not meaning as much as they used to. I mean, I think, yes. you know, when, when you and I were growing up and I know, you know, you're a little older than I am, but, but it's not, not that much, you know, like Spielberg in the nineties, you know, was like instant box office success. Oh you know, God. Like yes. Everyone would you know, go nuts, you know, to see it, you know, it's, this is even true to an extent with some stars. You know, like, oh, like yeah, like, like, you know, like I was thinking about like, you know, the other day, like Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. right, you know, used to be like if Tom Hanks was in a film, mm-hmm. it was, you know, like, I mean, it was a giant deal, you know, like, everyone, absolutely, people would go see it for him. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, nowadays, like, I don't think he would do anything, you yeah. know, like, I, like, and in fact, I think a lot of his recent films Bond. You know, so well, it's it's fascinating
1: to me, and I mean, and also Mike and like you know, look at action stars in the '80s and early '90s, uh, yeah, Stallone, think, yeah. Schwarzenegger. You know, obviously, uh, guys like those are you know you, you attach you attach uh, an actor like that to to any to any movie. Uh, it's a it's a guaranteed success. But uh, can you think of an actor or actress right now where if if they're tied to that movie, it's instant success? The only person who I can think of is The Rock. He's yeah, he's oh the,
0: yep, yeah. He's the- the only, but that's, but you know what though, I, it's, it's amazing that it's like there's one person, mm-hmm. you know, like like right. I mean, I don't even think that someone comparable to the Rock, you know, like not like right say, now. Yeah, like I don't even know who that would really be. I mean, for some reason, I was thinking DC and like Jason Momoa or somebody.
1: You know, but but like even that, I don't. think. Yeah, don't, not think, not but, not quite there. But yeah, but yeah. It, it, the, the rock, I think I think the rock is the closest one we'd have right now, Dwayne Johnson. But I think but other than that, I, I really I really can't think of, of, of a single actor out there yeah. where if you if you if, if you attach their name uh, to a project, that project means instant money. It's just not there. Like you said, Mike, strange times, strange times indeed. Well, folks, that is going to do it for this week's episode of Things That Matter of Mike and Nev. I hope you learned something. I know Mike and I did. We I learned, so a, did. I learned a lot today, buddy.
0: Wow, I'm, I'm exhausted now. This was like I, I think I need to take a nap now and process everything.
1: I mean, that was that was like that was that was like a deep dive, buddy. That was like a real deep dive. in depth. No, I like it. I'm proud. No, I'm proud of us.
0: We didn't even get into Disney Plus Premier Access. Oh no! no oh we god! It's no, no, the whole, the whole,
1: all access thing. Oh, there's story. Whole of these ads and everything, whole whole other whole other episode, buddy, whole other episode. But I'm sure we will tackle that at some point. So, folks, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check us out next week for a whole new deal for Michael Feldman. I'm Nevin It's the things that matter.